Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Chaz Horn. Chaz, you are a B2B a consultant, a strategist, and uh, you are found on the web at b2bclientsnow.com. Is that right? That is correct. All right, good deal. And uh, But you do most of your communication through LinkedIn, which uh, you, know, you could do a search for Chaz Horn and, and uh, you can find Chaz and connect with them that way. Thank you so much, Chaz, for uh, joining us. Yeah, I appreciate being here, Josh. All right, so give us an overview of your work and what you do. Yes. So what we do is I work, I help B2B consultants identify, attract, and convert qualified prospects into clients. Typically, you need sales and you need marketing. And most companies, especially B2B consultants who I work with, they're great at delivering their solution, their offer, their service, their product. They all refer to it in a different way. They meet or exceed the expectations of their clients, but they don't have a predictable way. And I hear this conversation over and over again. We get referrals. I go, is it predictable? No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so we provide a predictable way to identify, attract, and onboard new clients. Typically, my clients are onboarding new clients weekly. Well, as, as well, you should. So what are the basic building blocks of creating a much better attraction system? So at the core of it, there's three things. To make it real simple, there is, if you think the initials LPC, leverage, positioning, and conversion. So I, I was reading this story just the other day, as a matter of fact, which really drills this point home of this Girl Scout, 12 years old who understood this concept. And before we came on, Josh, we were talking about automation and tactics. You know, Sun Tzu in Art of War said, tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. He also said, strategy without tactics is the longest route to victory. So you need both of those working together harmoniously. And this Girl Scout, she wasn't like your typical Girl Scout. Okay, she didn't go door to door. She didn't sit in front of a busy street corner or go in front of a Walmart, right? What she did is she positioned herself with leverage, which led to conversions. By the way, the Girl Scout going door to door or sitting in front of Walmart, like we talked about before starting, that's like someone going to Sales Navigator on LinkedIn. It's their advanced platform for doing demographic searches. And doing a demographic search and then sending out a bunch of messages. That is a tactic, okay? She didn't do this. What she did is she positioned herself where she knew, and this is the key right here, Mm -hmm. where she knew her customers' wants, in this case, not so much needs, wants. She positioned herself where she knew their wants 
and she positioned herself where she had leverage. She put, she set up right outside of a cannabis dispensary. Okay. 117 boxes sold in just over an hour. <laughs> so, Imagine that. <laughs> that's so, know your audience. <laughs> that's exactly right. It's, you know what? We laugh about this. And I hear people, Chaz, I'm not selling Girl Scout cookies. Chaz, I don't have the, the, the Girl Scout brand. Chaz, I'm not in front of a cannabis. Dispensary. It doesn't matter. It's the principles are the same. And when you identify the top two, three problems, this is where many people miss, miss out when I talk to people. They don't understand, they, they position themselves and they leverage themselves based around who they are, not who their clients are. And if you don't know, when I say clients, I mean prospects, when you don't know who your prospects are and you don't know their top two, three problems, then you're not going to have leverage and you're not going to be positioned correctly. So leverage positioning, want me to give you a quick overview? Do you lay it on us. Okay. So leverage. Having a live event on LinkedIn, it's great. It's an easy way to leverage LinkedIn. It's easy to promote through LinkedIn. And we show people how to do that. When you leverage a live event and you focus your message on your client's top two, three problems and you solve them, then you can move right from live event with a call to action, to discovery call and to client. That would be leverage positioning and conversion or leverage can be content when you craft content on linkedin around your prospective clients wants needs and you reach them on an emotional level as opposed to just putting content out there this is what we do mm-hmm. when you reach them on an emotional level that drives traffic to where you're positioned which would be your profile most people i did a survey Josh, is it's a couple of years ago now, 1,119 profiles, over 91% of those profiles, these would be to be consultants, were not positioned correctly. You get someone's interest with content, live event, it drives people to your profile. And if you're not positioned correctly, just like that Girl Scout, I mean, she might, it's like positioning yourself outside of a bakery. You know, that's where most, that's how most people are positioned <laughs> with their profile on LinkedIn. You have the leverage that speaks to their wants, that speaks to their needs. They go to your profile. Marketing is all about removing uncertainty and creating confidence in who you are and what you do. And they have a sense that you can help them. That's it. Then you have the sales. That's about conversion, converting from lead to meeting, meeting to client. And so we bring the marketing strategy and the sales process together so it works harmoniously. Most people don't even under, as a matter of fact, I talked to a lady last week. Wow, I didn't even think that they work together. I go, that's the problem. (laughs) Marketing has to work with sales harmoniously. Otherwise, why have it? And they're, they're usually at odds with one another, especially when you, talk, you know, go into larger companies, they have their marketing department, they have their sales department, and then they complain and bicker about each other instead of meeting together to see how we can work together. It's the most ridiculous, asinine thing that I see in corporate structures today. Yeah. What are some of the trends that you've seen over the past five years that make you cringe? 
uh, trends that make me cringe, it's just focusing on tactics, sending out mass messages, using automation. You know, automation, you, you, I have to be careful because automation within your business, good thing. Automation within a platform with LinkedIn, meaning you have an automation tool that's sending out mass messages, that's not. It, first of all, you'll get kicked off. It's not allowed under their terms and mm -hmm. uh, agreement. And people are trying to hurry up to get people by sending out, you know, the old expression, throw spaghetti against the wall to see what sticks. Yeah. You know, I always, I always hated that expression. So I see a lot of people in business today, they seek, okay, quick, what can I do quickly? Well, I'm going to get a thousand people in the course of the month with a bunch of messages. They don't, they're not going with the intention. And we talked about relationships before we started. They're not going with the intention to serve. And you're not going to get people's time and attention if you don't think about who they are, and identify what their problems are. And they're just going out based on it's all about them. Have you mm. ever been on a seesaw? Or I sure Tower? have. Okay. So podcast people, you won't see this, I imagine. But uh, if video, you can. So it's the fulcrum point is in the middle of the, of the seesaw or teeter-totter. And then you have someone on either, either side. And it goes up and down, up, up and down. This would be the leverage point. The fulcrum point in the teeter-totter, the seesaw. It is usually in the middle. Think about is being that's being your position, your positioning. And if you would move that positioning towards you based on your knowledge of who you are, then you have no leverage. Here's the prospect over here. If you basically, if you communicate around who you are and what you do, not talking about your clients and their needs and the outcomes then you have no leverage whatsoever because your positioning is closest by you. The, if you would move in the teeter-totter, if you would move, let's say the prospect, the fulcrum point over towards the prospect, and then you have lots of leverage. That's when you know their needs, their wants, and you communicate in a way that reaches them. And not just one way. It's, you have to have a 3D, three-dimensional way in how you communicate. This is what I teach in our 21-day challenge. Mm. when you speak to them based on their language and reach them on an emotional level, it gives you a lot of leverage. And this is where businesses miss out. So to what you're saving, saying, people don't spend the time to know uh, their prospects, their needs, their wants. And they think by just doing a lot of activity, yeah. it's going to generate something. And right. it chases people away. Have you ever Certainly been your most qualified people. Certainly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Have you ever been to a retail store and a sales clerk walks up to you mm -hmm. and says, may I help you? I say, no, I'm just looking. Right. Like, That's a lie. You just lied to them, Josh. Right. <laughs> You're there to I mainly like, I, I'm pretty, I know what I want. Right. And, and if I, yes, if I listen, if I have trouble with something, I'll ask, like, I, right. I you know, I'll look for somebody. So this is with the sales clerk. This is what a lot of people do. Hey, you want to buy something? Can I help you? Which is basically, you know, language for, can I sell you something? People do not want to be sold, but they will buy. The importance is you have to incorporate emotional intelligence into your language. Yeah. If that sales clerk walked up to you and said, welcome to Macy's, 
I'm sure you're here just looking, you know, smile. That's the emotional intelligence component. That's an assumptive statement. And if she can, or he says, typically I can save our customers 39%. If you need any help on anything, I'll be right over here. Mm-hmm. So she's backing off. She was she introduced herself. Do you see the difference there? Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, there's some intrigue. So 39, who doesn't want to save 39%, right? Mm-hmm. So it's how you approach and understanding your customers, understanding your, well, your prospects in this case, who they are and what they're looking to do and what they're looking to accomplish. And when you understand that with marketing to build confidence and with sales to speak to them, not to try to push, but in intention to serve and you take them through the process, that converts into meetings and it converts into clients. Yeah. I like it. How do you work with folks, Chaz? So what I do is I talk with, I I always start with a sales and marketing analysis, 20 minute conversation. And in this conversation, I use an acronym tabs, T-A-B-S. And with the T-A-B-S, I'm not going to go into the details here. I can identify what the problem is, why it's happening. And if I believe I can help, then I would schedule what I call a strategy session. So then we have a strategy session. It's all about getting clarity. Where are you? Where do you want to go? What are those obstacles preventing you from getting there? And if I can help, I would lay out a step-by-step strategy to get you from where you are to where you need to go. And are you familiar with the book, $100 million offers by chance? Yeah, by Alex Ramosi, sure. Yeah, okay. I I interviewed him. I think if you go back, maybe about 400 episodes or something there, but you'll, you'll find Alex's interview. Yep. Right. So- I'm, I'm, I've taken the information that he talks about because what, what needs to happen, my clients need to have quick wins, right? Mm-hmm. So once they become a client, I put them into a 21-day challenge and we spend 20 minutes a day with my other clients. I give them the, the, the prompt, the template for the content for that day. So they're taking action instead of like spending a lot of time and putting things together And so they're starting to get some quick wins. They're starting to get a following. They're starting to speak to their prospective clients. And when they're positioned, that gives them leverage. And when they're positioned, they're able to schedule schedule meetings. So I customize everything now because since I started my business in 2016, there's been a lot of shifts in the marketplace. Exponentially, we're shifting quicker and quicker and quicker than any other time in, in the marketplace. So I work with them by taking them through, understanding their needs and developing a customized process. I usually always put someone into the 21-day challenge so they they can get some quick wins and they can start attracting people to them. Yeah. Um, But I know that, you know, obviously just attracting people in is, you know, that's part of the equation. Um, You talk a lot about onboarding. And when Mm -hmm. you talk about onboarding, what do you mean? Sure. So it's about serving, not selling. It's about onboarding not closing. So onboarding starts with your content. This is usually an aha moment. I had a client, AJ, he goes, wow, I didn't realize. That's where the relationship starts. That's where they begin to know you, like you, trust you. You know, we know that from Dale Carnegie and see you as an authority, key distinction in 2022. So as the content, like in the 21 day challenge, you're reaching your audience, you're building confidence, you're removing uncertainty. So for example, when your listeners hear this podcast, we will have uh, 
in our process, we're changing this as, as I talk right here and now, the LinkedIn profile into a landing page. So people will go to your profile. We're going to make a way. So they put in input their name, email address, and then they go into a, uh, you know, whatever for me, it would be marketing and sales analysis. Okay. For AJ that I was talking about, it'd be an operational analysis. So they go into the meet, they schedule the meeting, they put your, their name and email address in, it goes into email automation, you schedule the call, you qualify them. And then from there, it goes into the discovery call and then into client. That's the sales process component. And we, we teach the steps in the sales process that need to happen within the communication. Does that make sense? Indeed, it does. And so, uh, for someone who's been listening to us, and they are they 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 want to in they want to engage with you, or they'd like to learn more. Um, what would you recommend that path be? Yeah, just send me an email, chazhorn at chazhorn.com, first last name at firstlastname.com, and put sales and marketing analysis in the subject line. Mention Josh. And we'll set up a call. It'll be 20 minutes. I can identify your, just so your audience knows, I don't, I'm not a a high pressure sales guy. We'll have open dialogue. We'll identify your problems. If I believe I can help, I can't help everyone. If I believe I can help. And if you're interested, we'll schedule a more in-depth discovery call for another day. Yeah. Awesome. Chaz Horn. And again, uh, give your email address out one more time. Sure. Chaz Horn at chazhorn.com. There we go. Awesome. Chaz, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.